Welcome to episode 16 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. I'm Scott Sturman, and I'm joined today with Matt Deitch, like always. And uh, yeah, we got out this last weekend, did a little ice fishing over on East Okaboji. We decided it was awesome. Better go back last night, and last night was not the same. Nah, it really wasn't. Um, you know, the bite was a little different. It seemed like we were marking a lot of fish. Just to get them to commit was... I don't know they just were real finicky it seemed last night we tried different size jigs different we tried plastic you know meat uh different colors of everything and just didn't seem like they really wanted to fire up every once in a while you get into a little bit of a flurry where it was like oh okay here they are it's it's gonna start going but just never was as good as we expected it to really be yeah, after after Sunday, all I could think about all day Monday was, oh man, we're yeah, gonna get a, out there, and it's just it's a long day of work. And right. and it almost <laughs> it almost seemed like it was going to be because you dropped down and caught yep. two right off the right bat, away. bam, bam, and it was like, yep, we're still on them. But no, that just was not the case last night. And yeah, I guess that's just the way it goes. I mean, I don't know if it was pressure systems or if it was, you know, the weather didn't really change no. that much in between those two days, but, and mm-hmm. a lot more pressure. I was really amazed for a Monday night. I feel yeah. like there was maybe even more people out there last night than there what was. there possibly was on Sunday. I was but, surprised getting there to see like what the amount of people that was there. I don't know, maybe a Lorth knew that we were coming back and decided to chase the fish away. I never really thought of that. That yeah. could have been it, you know. Yeah, probably dropping bananas down the hole or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it was a lot of fun on uh, Sunday getting out. I think the cool thing about Sunday was not only did we have your kids out, but we also had one person who was their first time ice fishing ever, which was kind of neat. And uh, he picked up on it quite quickly. I mean, he kind of put on a show right away. Yeah, we had Art Grimes and Austin Van Vorst. And, and Austin had been – ice fishing before but relatively new to the sport yep. i think this year was his first year that he's really started taking it seriously and yeah art put on a clinic he he caught a lot of fish and he was the first one to pull up a nice crappie and it was yep. like holy smokes but well yeah. on the way over he did tell us that his wife told him that he better come home with fish otherwise not come home at all right when your back's against the wall you don't have a choice yep. you gotta do it but no that was a lot of fun grady and aubrey both uh fished pretty well it, yeah. it was a lot of fun doing that and I'll, I'll give you a lot of credit you kind of put your fish into the side on sunday and you were kind of helping the kids and helping art kind of get going drilling some holes kind of showing them guys the ropes a I, little bit so and taking pictures and videos of us i mean if you haven't went and checked out that video that scott put together on our facebook page Definitely go do it. It's a pretty sweet little video. Just a minute and what forty second clip. Yeah, a minute and a half or just something. Just some clips, just some videos, some pictures of the highlights of that day. It was it was a lot of fun. Like you said, it was a good time out on the ice with everybody. Yep. No, I that's that's one thing that I've kind of realized as I've started to take my kids more often. I either need to tell myself, Hey Scott, you can't fish at all or or I'm just gonna go, you know. Yeah. hammer hammer down and then i don't really pay attention to the things i need to be paying attention and and both grady and aubrey are getting to the point now where they can run the vexar you yeah know, they do they, a great job of they, all that they don't need a ton of help but you know 11 year olds do need help from oh, time yeah, to time and that's just all part of it but and and then you know you did get in on the action a little bit you got a nice large mouth that yeah one time. i did catch and i caught a couple bluegills couple and caught gills. a large mouth and yeah so 
I, that did feel good, you know. Yeah. It's always nice to at least catch one fish when you're out there. But, no, it was it was a lot of fun. And, yeah, last night just wasn't. Although, you know, on our way over there, we said that we wanted to catch one northern on a tip-up. Yeah, and we, I wanted one. to catch one nice big crappie. And we did both of those. So, yeah. it definitely wasn't a wasted trip. I do think that it is quite possible that that might be our last ice fishing of the it, season that it could be just the way schedules play out and with the forecast um today you know 50 degrees out there a lot of stuff was melting that ice just from sunday to yes to monday it it's crazy how much it changed there there's a lot of slush on top of the ice on monday compared to what there was on sunday it was definitely softer yep and and it's really starting to honeycomb and yeah to to get onto the lake might be the biggest challenge you know yeah we, we had to you, you definitely need uh knee-high boots or if you ha it's going to get to that point if you're if you're wild enough to get out there people will put waders on to get out there to the good ice yeah i would say the first 10 steps to get onto the ice right now where we were there on east okaboji was you know you're you're popping through you know slush yep. on the water and whatever once you get out there the ice is good i it's mean you thick know, yeah yeah oh uh, yeah it's not good ice it's but getting it is, soft it's plenty thick to to do what you want to do out there um one thing that i noticed that was kind of cool was from sunday to monday when we went back to the same holes that we had been at the day before how much the the holes had had grown you know we yeah. popped six inch holes that when we came back they looked more like eight inch holes and they really kind of coned out on the bottom and, yeah they really did and yeah they, and there were some that someone must have had a 10 inch auger out there this weekend and those things were real were, big were big you know and then the bottom of it yeah it, it was crazy to see the difference that a day will make this time of year yep and you know today yeah the last day of winter officially today spring starts tomorrow so you know it was a good ice season oh definitely definitely uh we battled some different types a lot of different types of weather this year we had extreme colds uh we had a lot of snowstorms where we weren't able to get out on some of the trips that we wanted to or you know it always seemed like it happened on a Saturday or Sunday. Definitely. The so storms it was just, always do. So it was always like, well, you know, we were planning on going fishing, but they're calling for five to eight inches of snow today, and it's supposed to be windy. And it just, yeah, a lot of times didn't work out, but we made the best of it. Yep. Looking back on the ice season, Matt, what what would be your highlight? What was your favorite thing? Oh, I think our trip out to the Black Hills. Yeah. For sure. That was a lot of fun. Uh, something new totally different type of fishing fishing for trout never really obviously have never done that so i think that would be the highlight just i mean everything from the trip out there to being out there and fishing in different scenery like that different type of fishing even though when we were out there we didn't catch any lake trout it was still cool trying for them so it's just a little bit different yep and what we're used to how about yourself I would definitely say the hooked on hard water yeah. would be my highlight to my year. Um, obviously, our trip when we went out there that that ranks up there also. You know, and and it's a lot more than just the fishing. It's the you know getting a cabin with your buddies yeah. and the drive the out drive, the stories. Yeah. You know, it's it it's so much more than just the fishing when you take a fishing trip yeah. like that and. And yeah, that's just the, kinda... the fish fry that night. Oh in the man, cabin. man, I that making was the, awesome. Yeah, 
brats out on the ice. Yep. That's what it was about. The fishing was just kind of, you know, catching fish was just kind of the bonus. Yep. And, you know, like, like you said, something totally different, but... You know, fish in deeper water than what we've ever had (laughs) had experience with. And, you know, knowing that. Actually going out to like 60 feet of water for a purpose. It's just like, oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, no, that that was definitely right up there. But, yeah, hooked on hard water for me would would be it. And, you know, that that there, too, that was way more than just the fishing. You know, that was everything that comes along with it. And, yeah. Looking forward to spring. Yeah, it's it'll be here fast. We like I said, we get some windy, rainy days. That ice is gonna go in a hurry. Yeah, well, and this weekend I believe it's supposed to rain yeah. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, with the chance of it being sixty degrees out too. I think. Yeah, from what I heard, anyway. A little bit of wind comes up, and once once you get something opened up, start opening up. Yep, yeah, it, it's gonna. Art and Austin actually ran over to Spirit Lake after we got off the ice with them on East, and they said that there was some spots of of open water and whatnot there on Spirit, Hmm. and I I don't know what that would be from, but uh, yeah, if those spots open up with the nice weather and a little bit of wind comes along, it could be toast pretty fast. Yeah, so if you, I mean, if you're planning on going out these next few days or this weekend and hitting it up, even some of you guys north of here, you know, you start getting up in the Minnesota and northeast South Dakota, some of those areas. It, it just remember, use caution. Just like what we talked about early in the ice season with early ice, late ice is worse than early ice. There may be a lot of it, but again, it's soft. It's unpredictable. It might be fine when you walk out there in the morning, but you got to keep, you got to be alert and aware of it the whole day because. Yeah, those shorelines go. We've seen it many of times where there's ice rescues this time of year where they have to go out there and you know save a bunch of fishermen because the ice kind of shifted or the wind came up and it broke free and blew it to one side of the lake. So just you know, wear have your ice picks with you. If you got the flotation suits, wear those. Bring rope. Bring definitely have somebody along with you. Yeah, don't don't, don't go, go out alone. this time of year by yourself. That's not worth or it. Or if you're going to go, make sure there's other people around. Yep. I mean, it's not worth risking not only putting yourself in the danger, but then you put everybody else in danger who is trying to come out there and help you out. So just, you know, be aware of that stuff. And, yeah, it's it's great fishing this time of year. But, again, it's not worth risking your or other people's lives. Yep. And I, I really think – Two to three weeks from now, we could be fishing some open water. Oh, I think we will be. Yep. I, th- I really think so. Definitely three weeks from now. At first, here a couple weeks ago, you yeah. could, we kept talking about this on our way over to the lakes yesterday of how we thought for sure we'd be on solid ice well into April this year. It's like, man, is it going to be out by May? <laughs> it's going to be out by May the way it's going. Yeah, I I definitely made the mistake for me jinxing the fact that the <laughs> I, I know you don't think that it was a jinx i know you think it's great but i i feel like i jinxed us and and had this great weather come along and you know along with the great weather a lot of rain and i guess we'd also like to say that you know we're definitely thinking of those people out in south dakota and, oh. and nebraska that is that is a bad deal yeah it it really is that flooding 
it's it's really crazy to see it. It, it it's devastating i think i saw or heard on the radio on my way over here that there's thousands of people whose homes have been destroyed i didn't realize stuff. that the pine ridge indian reservation has got something going on I, they must have some really substantial flooding oh i didn't there. i didn't, that's, that's the first I, i'm not even sure exactly where the pine ridge is but i think it's south central south dakota but yeah. i know that they got hammered with a lot of snow out there so yeah. And that that could well, be I talked too. To, I talked to somebody who, whose uh, parents live out there by Murdo, South Dakota, and I know that they were out there this weekend, and it looked like some of the underpasses on the interstate, like under them, the over, you know, it was almost packed full of snow. I mean, some of the pictures I saw were as high as the tractors of some of the drifts that they were breaking out there in South Dakota. So it's crazy how over here we're dealing with the flooding. And out there, they had a massive amount of snow. And it's only really, in all reality, three hours difference. Right. And, yeah, uh, that's that's really, you know, not not that fishing is any more important, but it's really going to screw up spring fishing on, on their, all the rivers. I yeah, mean, and they're talking now that there's obviously more flooding coming because this time of the year, usually you're just waiting for the snow melt to impact everything. Well, we got all this now, and it's flooding already. Well, the snow is starting to melt, and it's starting to come down. I know, like, the city of Sioux Falls is kind of, they shut down the Falls Park area and all that. Yep, I think they're evacuating people because they're planning on flooding on this coming Tuesday. Yeah. And so I I, I don't know if that's the rain that's coming or if they're just predicting that much snow melt up north or what, but whatever the case, it, yeah, it's a bad deal. It's yeah, a bad I deal know, all the way around. I had, I have a former classmate of mine, a high school classmate that her and her husband just spent the last couple of years building their, building a new house down there kind of by the Fremont Mills area, I think, area of Iowa, just in that corner, kind of the Nebraska corner and Iowa corner. And yeah, there's, I mean, I saw pictures of it. It's completely surrounded by floodwaters and it, yeah, I mean, you've, you've went through this before, yep. so it's, yeah, it's I'd, nothing good. No, I don't. I don't wish flooding on anyone. There, it's one thing to have a damp basement. It's another yeah. thing to watch your house floating. So, nope that that ain't good. But do you have any goals set for for this summer or, or open water fishing in general? Oh, you always have to have goals. I, we had it going into ice fishing. As far as open water fishing goes, I want to get out more in the spring. Try to get on those early walleye bites summer wise i would like to fish a few more tournaments this summer really yeah i'm for you that know, after last weekend or after our last episode talking with troy about it and everything i i've really the other day i was sitting there and i looked up the co-angler stuff on the on those Bassmaster opens and the wisconsin one i'm kind of contemplating oh you got it registering it, and seeing if i it. can get into it I think it'd be a lot of fun, a great learning experience, and uh, local some more local tournaments. Some you know the old bass club that I used to fish in. Maybe get in, fish a couple of fish a couple of those tournaments. There's some open tournaments over at Okaboji every once in a while that are kind of fun to do. So I've always lived my life that I would rather look back and say, "Golly, I can't believe I did that," than look and back and say, I "Golly, I wish I would have." And yeah, I. I I don't know. I I would love to see you out there on a tournament and you know so just it's 
you know, yeah, maybe you fall, but yeah, you got to try it. It's, you got to still learn from it and everything. It's and it's still a fun experience. I've fished in tournaments before, and we've done well. And there's tournaments where we've done poorly. It's just all part of it. So, but you meet people and, yep. and everything else, and yeah. met a lot of cool people doing it. Uh, some guys that are actually fished against some guys that are on pro tours now really? when they were early in their careers, and so it was kind of cool to talk to those guys and see those guys fish and. Yeah, so that's, you know, things like that. How, how Yours? Well, I definitely, last year, I, I never made it over with you to pitch jigs for walleyes. And, oh, yeah. and that's definitely something that is on my list of things to do. Um, I know me, my brother, my dad, and my son are looking into a Canada fly-in trip. That I, I definitely think that that would just be a whole lot of fun. You fly out on a float plane, you land on a lake, you're the only cabin on the lake, and they basically say, see you in five days, and that's yeah. that would be fun. The Sturman men. Yep, yep, just us doing guys' I'm stuff. Definitely a good time. Making beef jerky. <laughs> you and Grady talking, Rick and Leroy just listening. Yep, and I, I said to my brother, you know, I'd, I'd like to – I'd like to fish one day with Grady. I'd like to fish one day with my dad. I'd like to fish one day with Eric and, you know, just get out on the boat with oh, them. Yeah. And, and then you know. the fun thing about it too is that with everything right there, you can go out and fish for an hour and you could do it all in one day with everybody is the right. fun thing. Yep. And another thing, obviously, uh, with me buying your boat, you know, I got to got to expand my horizons with uh boat fishing you know i've always been a shore fisherman jigging off docks or you know casting mr twisters in the river and you know i i'd like to try to get better at doing some trolling and doing yeah. all that type of stuff and it's not something that is familiar for me but you know there's only one way you can go from there so yeah it's get out there and time on the water like we talked about last week and You'd be surprised at how fast you start picking things up and start like, reading things. Once once I get the gear to do it, you know, I don't have yeah. trolling rods. I don't have much of the bait that, that you would use to troll. But, you know, if you go to the bait shop or you go to the sporting goods store and you spend $10 here or $18 there and slowly but surely, you, you know, you stock up on stuff. And Well, and you and I were talking the other day about it with ramsey we got such a great you know place in our area here to buy fishing equipment at the factory fisherman's outlet the berkeley oh definitely factory fisherman's outlet over there in spirit lake they have great deals on stuff i know i've bought like some trolling some line counter reels over there before that are like normally a hundred and some dollars for like sixty dollars yep especially you can get some on the rods and Yep, the holiday weekends. Oh, yeah. They always have great tent sales and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah, you can save half the money compared to going and buying new at a store. Yep. Now, I mean, that's obviously on, like, the pure fishing products, but, I mean, they make great products there. and <clears throat> That's probably what I'd buy either way, you well, know. Yeah. I mean, and especially if you're looking in to get into it in an inexpensive way for a lot of people. Instead of, I know sometimes they have deals where, yeah, their rods are 50% off. Well, you can get two for the price of one there. Well, there's two rods, and you can get different length of rod, a different type of rod to meet, you know, different types of fishing situations. 
So, I mean, definitely I suggest for people to take a look at that. Another thing, I, you know, it's kind of off subject here, but I think a lot of people think that you got to have hundreds of dollars worth of tackle in order to get out there. Yeah, no, you don't. You know, we we deal with this like when we have a friend that's getting into ice fishing. You know, buy a flasher, buy a rod, yeah. and buy a few jigs and slowly but surely, you know, work your way up. You don't need to have it all at once. No, you don't need to go out and buy a custom rod right away and, you know, the most expensive reel. I mean, if you if you have the means to do it and you want to, go right ahead and do it. But if it's something that you don't aren't 100% unsure, you're trying you want to try it out, just you know, just kind of ease into it a little bit. Yep. Or go with somebody that has the equipment just to give it a try. Definitely. And we've done that before where we've brought people along and here. I mean, a lot of times when I pay, take people out in the boat, they want to go fishing, but they, you know, I don't have the stuff. Well, come along and you can use my stuff. Yep. Well, like Art this last weekend, Art yeah. didn't have any stuff and he used one of my rods and, and used my flasher. We all sat outside of the shacks. You know, we obviously drilled the holes, but yeah, then he, he realized, you know what? I, I think this is something that I could get into. He went and bought a rod over at Cable's Trading Post, and it was normally a fifty or sixty dollar combo, and he got it for twenty five, thirty bucks because yeah. they're smoking hot deals right now. And yeah, and you know, by next year, I imagine he'll have a little bit more gear. You know, pay attention to Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace, and you'll find people selling their gear in the off season. And oh yeah, yep. And that and one thing to art. It's not always going to be like that. No, no, <laughs> definitely not. We've had more days the other way than we have days like that. Yeah, but it's always good for to start off with a day like that. But, yeah, you know, as far as those deals, get out there, check them out. All the stores are starting to have – they have their open water gear out. A lot of them are starting to run sales now. Shields has a big sale going on right now this week. Uh, yeah, go out there. Now's the time. Like crankbaits a lot of times are a dollar off. You know, it may not sound a lot, like a lot, but in the long run, if you buy quite a few of them, it is. A lot of times they have like 50% off of their jigs. Their rods are really good deals right now, too. So if you are looking to get into open water fishing or you need new equipment, go check some of these stores out. A lot of online outlet or out of tackle companies, they're having their sales go. And if you have any questions on what to get, uh, just let us know. You know, message us. Yeah, you, you can know, message Matt on, or you can message me and I'll ask Matt for you. <laughs> comment on these things. You can never have enough jigs. Yep. You know, I, my brother texted me last night, Brant, and he was like, he was kind of suggesting some things for us to talk about. And he was like, you know, ice out, early spring lures for different things. Well, early spring for walleyes, you need jig heads and you can throw minnows on those. Go get minnows, put them on there, get like eighth ounce and quarter ounce for sure if it's if you're fishing in any type of current or deeper water then you might need to get into the three eighths ounce but i don't know eighth ounce jigs and a quarter ounce jigs are what i throw a ton of and get some type of soft plastics whether it be twister tails this time of year work really well um, just minnow like kind of jerk bait type baits and also a kind of like a swim bait kind of like a you know, B Fish and Tackle has like the Moxie and the Pulsars are pretty good ones. Uh, 
Ripple Shads by Berkeley yep. are good little baits. And they come in all different so, different sizes. Uh, you know, sometimes people can get intimidated by like, that, the, that, but sometimes three inch is probably the all-around good one. Yeah, I throw a lot of two and a halfs down here in the yep. river. That's just kind of what I've always done. But and, You know, and there's obviously you can get your crankbaits, your jerk, jerk baits earlier this time of year because... A lot of them are getting ready for spawn, so they're going to be coming up into the shallows. I mean, that's where you're going to find a lot of your fish after ice out. Uh, but, again, if you are targeting targeting such things as, like, walleyes right after ice out, remember to release those big females. Yeah, that's why a lot of states have seasons on them. South Dakota doesn't. Iowa only over at, like, the Iowa Great Lakes and, I think, Storm Lake and i don't know where else but those are the ones up in this area that there is a closed season on them there it's closed right now and it will open up the first weekend of may and they have their big walleye weekend over there so you know just be be you know conscious of those things when does when does minnesota open second weekend of may i believe and i saw a deal that they are going to let you keep walleye off malax yeah i don't i don't follow i never been up to malax i don't fish there day regularly uh doug glimmerveen has a podcast on it on oh, the Smack, smackdown okay. outdoors podcast they talk about it a little bit that, that's always a it's weird some of them you know people are mad about it yeah i can see where they're mad at it about some of the th- issues we're big catch and release guys the way it is at least i am yep. so if i have a chance to go somewhere where i could catch some big trophy fish I'm going to go there and fish if I have that opportunity. If I have to let them go, I have to let them go. If I want to keep fish, well, then i got to know where other places are in the area that I can go and keep fish. Yep. I think both me and you have been the type that will take a picture and get her gone. Well, and like over at our at – we go over to Spirit Lake and the Okabojis a lot and fish over there, and they have a slot limit on theirs where everything 17 inches to 22 inches has to be released. And that, I mean, that can be frustrating. Yeah. Because there's days you go over there and you catch nothing but 18-inch walleyes. And, you know, an 18-inch walleye is a nice one to bring home. Or 17 and a half. I mean, we were over there last year and we we caught a limit of walleyes, you know, under the slot. But we caught a lot of them in the slot. Yeah. be like, but it's, it's fun to catch them, but... And then, you know, again, you're, you're, again, panfish, the thing that gets overlooked a lot of the times, crappies early in the spring when they're starting to spawn, you get them big crappies, you know, remember to release those things. Yep. I mean, we all love bringing home crappies taste good, but, you know, keep those 9 to 11 to 12 inches and let those 13, 14s go if you can. I mean, 13, yeah, 9 to 13 keepers and everything like that, but... I always like to say, everybody always like, oh, I'd love to catch a 14 or a 14 plus inch crappie or a 15 inch crappie. Well, if you're always keeping the 13 inch crappies, they're never going to get the 14 inches. So, yep, that's right. You know, just practice those selective harvest. And again, just because the limit says it's 25 and you, you want to eat fish, you don't need to bring 25 home. Just bring 10, five. I mean, it makes the other day when we were over there on Sunday, I brought four bluegills home. And a yellow bass for Emily and I, and I mean that definitely was more than enough for a meal for us. Yep. So yeah, those are kind of like some of the things I like to use 
in the spring. Hair jigs always work well too. And a lot of different things. Don't be afraid to experiment with things just because you read an article or you watched a video that says, Oh, only use these things in the spring. And so, you know, that's like, you know, it wasn't springtime, but you know, last year when me and you went out there and did jigging wraps, you know, that, that was something totally outside of our comfort zone to go and do that. And that ended up being the highlight of my whole entire summer, you know, doing something different, catching them a different way. And, and that's, and that's, uh, you got to go out there and try things. That's what I did. You know, I've been watching some videos on YouTube about it, and uh, it's like, you know what? I'm I'm going out here, and I'm doing this. I'm going to try it. That's the only way you learn is to put the rod in your hand and start doing it. And, you know, just because all of a sudden you're fooling around and you're not really paying attention and you do something, you're like, boom, you catch one. You're just kind of like, whoa, what did I just do? That's not what the guy on the video or that's not what the magazine said I'm supposed to do with this lure. So you say, okay, let me try that again. You start catching them. You develop your own way, your own pattern, and, you know, don't be afraid to do those type of things. Yep. Northwest Sports Show this weekend? I think we're heading up there on Saturday. We've talked about it. I think that we're going to ah, give it I, a go. We better be quiet about it because there might be a snowstorm now since yeah, we no said kidding. it. But I went uh, went on the internet and looked through. Boy, they've got a lot of vendors up there. Yeah, it's a big It's bigger that's, than, you know. That's a big one. Bigger than what we have around here. Yep. They, they listed the exhibitors in alphabetical order and just the a's was like two pages so it was really something that's kind of like just me doing the alphabet alone after the a's i kind of <laughs> get a little bored <laughs> <laughs> a, B, Z, Z. Yep. so no no we'll give that a go and yes. i i think that'll be fun you know yeah, quick definitely. little day trip and yeah hopefully see some new products talk meet, to some people some and people if you see us walking around yeah. come up and just say hi or don't if you see a couple of us see us two standing back over there kind of looking at you and talking to each other <laughs> don't be alarmed we're just in awe no. yeah no yeah if, if you're from up in that area and and you're going to be going this weekend uh shoot us a message or yeah if you'd happen to see our ugly mugs walking around come up and talk to us so yeah we might you never know we might have a couple decals along or something like that for you if or if you want one and we're going to be up in the area let us know yeah otherwise that's pretty much all i got yeah that's got kinda, something else kind of what we're doing kind going around here you know end of end of the ice season i know there's still going to be some crazy cats out there giving it a go trans starting to trans transition over to the springtime stuff so it's about time to start calling up probably better give jeff cruz a call to get the boat over there so when i do hear that the ice is finally out i can hook it up and go yeah i i won't say that i'm 100 percent done i've got thursday night free and if i could find a spot to to go that i thought was going to be decent or, or some you know at least like i think you say, you'll be able to, you'll find somewhere yeah i think I'd, you'll be able to i think i'll give it a go see what happens but yeah just like i said who you're gonna bring i'm i don't know that that's the thing i uh my brother said he can't go ramrod can't go you you're busy uh i don't know if if i happen to go over to okaboji maybe i'll text somebody over there i don't know maybe try pahoya or something but yeah, we'll see what happens. I, I need to redeem myself from last night. I can't go out on that note. <laughs> no, well, yeah. Like I said, it was just tough. And it just makes you look forward to the next ice season already. Yeah. Well, You're always looking forward to yeah. it. So, and who said, who's to say that 
not this weekend or the weekend after we may you can always make a south dakota run or yep go up into minnesota somewhere because i'm pretty sure they'll have ice for a little while yet i wish you had your passport yeah i know you do i need to get that passport not only we we could go visit the casting deck podcast exactly. guys yep. you know Totally says that we're going catfishing. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm down up for it. it. Some of them big fat cats up there. Yep. Them red, I think it's the Red River. So is it? Yeah. yeah. I think we could handle that. Yeah, something different. I'd be all right with that. Yeah. So. All right. Well, that's the way we'll leave you this week. Uh, see you next week.